Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. better, to be tender-hearted toward each other, 
and to be submiss- in submission to each other. Lord, help me to humble myself and admit when I am wrong. Help me to apologize and confess my wrong with grace. Lord, help me to keep my mouth shut when it is fitting. Lord, help me to do everything I possibly can to develop our marriage into the union of love, honor, and support that you desire. Thank you, Lord, for showing me that our marriage can be a relationship that is like Christ's relationship with his church. Lord, continue to develop me into the spouse that is right and fitting for my spouse and also cause my spouse to become the spouse who is right and fitting for me. Father, thank you for joining me to my spouse as one flesh. Lord, help me to genuinely love and respect my spouse at all times. Father, help me to see my spouse as you see them, not through my eyes of flesh and not in ignorance due to my own unbelief. It is my desire, Father, to serve you. Help us both to make the conscious choice together to choose to serve you at all times. Lead us to put you and your righteousness first in our lives and in our marriage. Father, correct my marriage, correct me. Father, correct my marriage, correct me. Father, correct my marriage, correct me. Father, you established marriage. Help me to treasure my marriage as you do. Father, keep me from tearing my marriage apart with my own sin and disgraceful behavior. Reveal to me, Lord, how I have helped the enemy to attack my marriage. Teach me, Holy Spirit, how to attack the enemy instead. Thank you, Father, for showing me that my spouse and I are heirs together of your grace of life. Teach me how to honor my spouse so that my prayers will not be hindered. Lord, I believe that you are at work in our marriage, and I thank you that the troubles of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory you are going to reveal in us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So now, if you all have been at odds with each other, it's time to apologize, right? Now, we cannot go further in the service until you do. Amen. So we will wait on you because you can't join us in Holy Communion till you apologize and make up. Okay? All right? Amen. See, God isn't playing games. He he doesn't think church is just you come together, go through the motions, go through the program, and go home. That's not church to God. 
Church to God is real life. Amen? It's real life. Amen? Amen. It's real. It's living. It's breathing. It's going somewhere. It's supposed to be doing something for him. Amen? So if you're the reason we're having to pause, get busy. Amen. We will give you a moment. We love you. Yes, you're human. And it's, it's better to be right than to be wrong. You can be right together. You don't have to do the one of, you know, well, what do you want to be, right or happy? I would suggest that happy is preferred. <laughs> Amen. If you happen to be wrong, you need to apologize from your heart, not one of those half-hearted. You know, God doesn't do that half-hearted thing. It's with your whole heart or not at all. Mm-hmm. He says, whatever you've done to each other, you've done it unto him. That's serious. Okay, the Holy Spirit says we may continue. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I can remember this Sunday when somebody was having ice cream during service, and I could see it. And I said, who's eating ice cream? And that person wrote me later and said, Pastor, that one. That person said, I can tell God was watching me. I said, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Yes, he was, and he showed it to me. (laughs) Okay? All right. So we don't have secrets in this family. Amen? Amen. So, as you know, At the beginning of our service, we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so now, all of us together will repent and tell the Lord whatever we have to tell him about whatever didn't go quite right. You know how that happens. Every week we do this together. So now you may begin. Father, as we come before you, bearing our hearts and souls, we thank you that you've called us to be a part of Jesus' triumph, when he triumphed over sin and over death. We thank you, Lord, and we don't take for granted your tremendous sacrifice on our behalf. We want to thank you for the graciousness and plenteousness of your love toward us. Thank you, Lord, that you didn't hold back, and so we have no right to hold back either. You loved us with a great love, and we're to love you with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength. Thank you for inviting us to share in holy communion together as the body of Christ in love. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for the forgiveness of sin. We thank you, Lord, that you cover all of our imperfections. We give you praise. 
Amen. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. Thank you, Lord. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. It's time for the sermon. Do you believe it? Ah, well, this one is very much hot off the press. <laughs> they all are, to tell you the truth. He only gives me the message right before the service. You know, it doesn't matter what happens all week long. The Lord doesn't give me the message till right before the service. So they're all actually quite hot off the press. Some of them are steamy. Amen. I think that's just about all of them. I can't remember one that hasn't been. So today, we're going to talk about unity. Yes, unity. Mm-hmm. So if you all have been making ugly faces at each other and rolling your eyes at each other and all of that kind of stuff, we're coming to it. Unity. <laughs> you know how you act. Nasty. Okay. <laughs> you know, you cut your eyes at each other. You say things in a certain tone of voice. You know. You know. 
You act like Jesus isn't right there. You know, that's how the disciples were acting when he appeared. You see, Jesus told told the ladies that, that came to the tomb to go tell the disciples what he said. So they, they did. They took off running. And later on, he met those two gentlemen on the road to Emmaus. And after they had communion with him, they realized who he was, and they took off to go tell it. Okay, well, the disciples didn't believe the ladies, and he didn't believe them either. So they were sitting there eating fish. You know, they're around there eating. They eat like the church at. They were eating fish and whatever else they had. So Jesus shows up, and he doesn't knock on the door, and I don't think there was a doorbell. And they're shocked. And then he, he gets on their case for not believing them. You know, they, they act shocked. You know, they were there acting like he wasn't there, and then he was there. And sometimes when we're at home, we act like Jesus is not there. But that is not the truth, and we know it, don't we? We raise our voices like Jesus isn't standing there. And we are wrong for that. We get all snooty, and we make all these snide remarks, and we we mumble ugly little things under our breath. You all don't do any of those things, do you? Okay. And we mumble all those little things under our breath, just like Jesus isn't there, but you are wrong as you can be. He is there. Mm-hmm. And then some of you, where both, uh, where several members of the family are members of Miracle, you haul off and quote part of the sermon to somebody else. You know you're bad to the bone. <laughs> you get up and tell people, and did you do? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, unity is the quality of being one. One, indivisible, amen? One, being united, one in spirit, sentiment, purpose, and harmony. It is the quality of being whole, a complex union of related parts which produce a single harmonious effect. Constancy, continuity, unchanged in purpose and action. That's very important. The Lord requires us to have unity. So we're going to one of my favorite psalms, Psalm 133, verse 1. Psalm 133, verse 1. Psalm 133, verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. God thinks it's good and it's pleasant. He's happy about it. What about you? Amen? It pleases him immensely for us to dwell together 
in unity. How wonderful it is. How pleasant when we live as a church in harmony. Amos 3, 3. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. This scripture asks us a question, and we need to give the answer. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Can two walk together except they be in agreement? All right? That means it can't be, well, I think, but he thinks, no, that's not agreement. You know what agreement is. And God is looking for some more agreement this morning or afternoon, whichever the case may be. Amen? God is looking for that. How wonderful it is, how pleasant when we live as a church in harmony. First Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Now, I beseech you, or I beg you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. That speaks volumes. You see, people, individuals, each have their own point of view. But in unity, you come together in agreement. In unity, you come together in agreement. Agreement. That means you have to have some humility. Yes, there must be humility present for agreement to come. It's getting quiet, Lord. Philippians chapter 1, verse 27. Philippians chapter 1, verse 27. Only let your conversation, your lifestyle, be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. That means your everyday living has got to line up with what the gospel says. Even if you don't feel like it. I was driving down Beach Boulevard yesterday, and this car, there wasn't exactly a complete car length between me and the car in front of me. And all of a sudden, this car jumped in between us. And the Lord said, don't get angry. I got this. And I was cool. I was was tempted to get upset, but the, the Lord said, don't get angry. I got this. I said, okay, okay. And I continued my nice, pleasant drive down toward the beach. 
I didn't talk about it anymore and get upset because the Lord told me not to. He caught me before I went off the deep end. <laughs> it's good to get caught by the love of God. Amen. It's good. Amen. See, when you start out trying to do right, God will help you to do right. Amen. Amen. He says, only let your conversation, your lifestyle be as is becoming and fitting the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit. You stand steadfast in one spirit, God's spirit. There are a lot of churches that have another spirit as you well know. And it's not the Holy Spirit. They've got a spirit, all right, but it's not the Holy Spirit. I'll let that rest with you. That ye stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. That's what we're doing here at Miracle. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 13. Second Corinthians chapter 13. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 11. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 11. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect, be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. Live in peace. If you're the person that brings contention and strife with you, maybe that's which an atmosphere that you grew up in. It's time to discard that. It's time to let go of that. You have a new family in Jesus Christ. And strife and contention don't belong in this family. Amen? Amen. We are to be of one mind to live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with us. Amen? Amen. God hates disunity. He has no no caring for it. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16. These six things doth the Lord hate. Yet, seven are an abomination unto him. All right? Now go down to verse 19. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 19. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. We're still in Proverbs chapter 6. We just went down to verse 19. 
God hates, and he cannot, he will not abide. He that soweth, that tells lies, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. God doesn't want that. He's not going to put up with it either. Amen? Amen. We know this about God. He says what he means, and he means what he says. Discord means conflict and disagreement, quarreling between persons. So you see, saints, let's go to Galatians chapter 6, beginning with verse 7. Galatians chapter 6, beginning with verse 7. Galatians chapter 6, beginning with verse 7. Galatians 6, beginning with verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. In other words, you can't make a fool out of God. That's just not going to happen. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So if you're you're sowing discord, and lies, and disunity, and discord, and strife, and confusion, and contention, you're going to reap it. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Is that clear to everyone? Can everyone see this? If you sow meanness, you're going to reap meanness. If you sow sweetness, eventually you will reap sweetness. Amen? Amen. This unity is an abomination in God's eyes. God prefers us to be agreeable and like-minded. Romans. Chapter 15, beginning with verse 5. Romans, chapter 15, beginning with verse 5. Romans, chapter 15, beginning with verse 5. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded, one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's taste that one again. Now the God of patience and consolation So you can't say you don't have any patience because the God of patience and consolation lives in you. God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. Why? That ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians, 
chapter 2, verse 2. Philippians, chapter 2, verse 2. Philippians, chapter 2, verse 2. Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. One mind. Not a diversity of mind. Not division. One vision. You see, in a marriage relationship, the husband and wife are supposed to come together and come into unity and agreement on the matters of the home. There is no such thing as a dictator in marriage. There is no such. God hasn't called anyone to be a dictator. Amen? And I hope that all of us will remember that. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 13. It talks about people that you should love. And it says, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. And be at peace among yourselves. Be at peace among yourselves. That's important. You see, when you don't do this scripture, when you go contrary to this scripture, you open doors for the enemy. And what's the enemy going to do? Come in. Because that's what he does. Amen? When you come home from work and you bring with you spirits from that atmosphere, you bring them into your home and the persons in your home become exposed to all those devils. You need to disconnect from wherever you have been before you get back home. You need to disconnect, or else whatever was out there is now inside your home. I knew one lady once, she would leave work and she would change her clothes and then get in the car to drive home. She took it that far. She would not even wear the clothes that she wore at work into her home. She didn't want anything attached from where she had been to where she was going. You know, pastor tells you at the end of the day, disconnect, 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 disconnect. There are demons that want to hitchhike with you. But you've got to dump those hitchhikers. Even if you went someplace as simple as the grocery store, there are spirits trying to hitchhike. And you need to put up your no hitchhiker sign. 
Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. You know, you can go right up the street just to the corner store to get some gas and maybe one or two other things, but right at the gas station, there are spirits that have come in and out with everybody that's come in and out. But they don't belong at your house. Romans chapter 12, verse 10, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. In honor, preferring one another. In honor, preferring one another. Some of you really need to take some time and study the scriptures that are in this message today. Because as you begin to study them and open your heart to them, you'll begin to see where you've been missing it. Amen? It says, in honor, preferring one another. That pretty much kills self-centeredness and selfishness. Did it not? That pretty much stabbed to death, I want it my way. I am pleased to say that many of you honor these scriptures in your daily living. When I call for us to respond in love to others, you make the effort to purchase a card and send it with love. Not so with all of you. Perhaps you don't understand that God expects us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Well, he does. He does indeed. Matthew chapter 22, beginning with verse 36. Matthew chapter 22, beginning with verse 36. Matthew chapter 22, beginning with verse 36. Jesus was talking here. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen? Okay, so that means we have to do this. This is not just the golden rule. It is the truth of the word of God. How lovely to receive gifts of love. But shouldn't you participate also? Shouldn't you participate? Amen? You know, I've given a lot of greeting cards out in my life. And I once was having 
a conversation with someone I'd sent several to. And that person turned to me and said, oh, who would have thought that greeting cards were important? Well, they are important. They are important because they convey love. They convey sympathy. They convey encouragement. They convey consolation. And that is the method that Miracle Outreach Ministries uses to reach across the world to each other in love. That's one of our methods. We have many, but that's one of them. Yes, it is important. It is. Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20, beginning with, well, verse 35. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Being thoughtful is part of the love of God. Amen. It is. Freely ye have received, freely give. You see, saints, miracle has a unique configuration. We are physically all over the globe, but we are one in the spirit of God. We are one in his love. We bear each other's burdens in care and prayer. Our display of love for one another in the giving of greeting cards is our method of spanning the globe with our love one to another. These are our hugs without arms. These are our holy kisses without germs. The Lord expects us to be kinder. You know you only accept love from babies. Come on. The Lord expects us to be kinder, more tenderhearted, and continually forgiving one another. It is easy to misunderstand the motivations and intents of others. But we're going to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. 1 Peter. Chapter 4, verse 8. 1 Peter. And as you're going there, I'm remembering the emails and messages I've received from people when something happened to them and we responded in love and they had all these cards and they were just overwhelmed 
with the feeling of love and family. They received these cards, and it meant more to them than they thought it could ever mean. It touched a place in them that nothing else touched. So, who are you to sit on the sidelines when everyone else is participating? 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. And above all things, above all things, above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Who doesn't need their sin covered? Fervent charity covers the multitude of sins. So who is it that doesn't need their sins covered by the love of God coming through the brethren? Amen? All righty. Praise God. We got it on? Okay. Oh, they decided to go? You got it. Good. James chapter 5, verse 9. We're ready to go. James chapter 5, verse 9. James chapter 5, verse 9. You know, it's interesting that that happened while we're preaching on unity and love. James chapter 5, verse 9. Grudge not one against another. Yes, all of us that practiced having grudges when we were kids with our siblings and cousins and relatives and neighbors and classmates. Guess what? Time's up on that. Time's up. Turn in your grudges. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Condemned. Hmm. I think I just read that to you a little while ago. Amen? Yes, it says, but when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. So if you want to hold on to grudges, remember the condemnation comes with it. You need to let go. Just let it go. Jesus has already died for it. It's time to let go. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Now, don't think you're going to get away with it. God knows. God knows, saints. He knows. We are called by the Lord God Almighty to avoid being partial or plain favorite. Ah. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 21. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 21. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 21. I charge thee, 
before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels. He's calling the whole Godhead and all the angels to attention as he says this to us. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that thou observe these things without preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. This your 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 friend over here, and you you're going to treat somebody else differently. That's not right. That's not right. That's not the love of God. Amen? That's simply not the love of God. Praise God. I'm glad we're we're willing to learn this, you see? We are to participate displaying good fruit without partiality, without hypocrisy. God has recently admonished us on behaving before him and our brethren as hypocrites. We are not to have the faith of Jesus with respect to persons. Second Chronicles chapter 19, verse 7. Second Chronicles chapter 19, verse 7. Second Chronicles chapter 19, verse 7. Wherefore now, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Take heed and do it. For there is no iniquity with the Lord our God. God doesn't have any sin. Nor respect of persons. God doesn't play favorites. He just blesses our faith. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 23. These things also belong to the wise. It is not good to have respect of persons in judgment. God does not bless this, having respect of persons in judgment. But blessings shall be showered on those who rebuke sin fearlessly. It is an honor to receive a frank reply. Jesus prayed that we, that we would be united as one. So now, now you know we're going to John 17, the Gospel of John, chapter 17. The Gospel of John, chapter 17. Jesus was on his knees praying. We need to really take this quite seriously. John, chapter 17, verse 11. The Gospel of John, chapter 17, verse 11. And now... I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. 
that they may be one as we are. Now let's go down to verse 21. Same chapter, verse 21. That they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. You see, this disunity thing is bigger than what you think. The world must know that our Heavenly Father sent our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And when we walk in disunity, we disrupt that. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them and thou in me. I in them and thou in me. Remember I gave you that picture long time ago of the nesting bowl? This is it. This is it. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. It's important for the world to know this. It's important. It's not minor, it's major. So we can't have disunity. We must walk in unity, in the spirit, one mind, one love. We are expected before the throne of God and before the body of Christ to indeed be one body and working together unitedly. Romans chapter 12, verse 5. 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 So we, being many, are one body in Christ. Did you hear me, miracle? So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, I had somebody to say something to me once, and then in the middle of what they were saying in the spirit of scorn, they referred to us and said, and y'all, I went, wait a minute, y'all? Y'all means you have separated yourself out from this group. And you're supposed to be a Christian, so how is it that you can do that? The Holy Spirit baptized you into this body 
So how is it you're so grown and so smart, you can take yourself out when you get good and ready? Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. You know, you've seen a platoon of soldiers. They all march in cadence. Same step, same rhythm. So how is it you get to decide your own step and your own rhythm? Jesus doesn't do it that way. Amen? Jesus doesn't do it that way. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. For as the body is one and has many members, And all the members of that body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles. No matter how you got started, you came out, you was a Jew. You was never a Jew, you was a Gentile. What difference? Whether we be bond or free, we have all been all made to drink into one spirit, the Holy Spirit, not any Antichrist spirit. If you do not have the spirit of God, you are none of his. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 22. In whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God, a dwelling place of God through the Holy Spirit. So, how is it you can decide? Well, I'll just lay out of this. How can you do that? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. 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 That in the dispensation of the fullness of time, He might gather together. He might gather together. One in one, all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. We're going to get put together before it's over with. Amen. All right, so let's go to chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. 
Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Notice the pastor and teacher are connected. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So some people have it in their mind that, oh, God did this because he likes some of them better than others. You don't know him that well, I can tell. I hope that you will allow this scripture to correct your thinking. Amen. In this ministry, we have one pastor, one person whom God has called, trained, anointed, and commissioned to act as pastor. Just one. The Holy Spirit gives us peace with one another. Amen? So join me in 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. So if confusion comes, God didn't start it. And he's not condoning it. God is not the originator of any confusion at all. There is no doubt in the mind of God who the pastor of Miracle Outreach Ministries is, and there should not be any doubt concerning this in you as well. So if you have any questions, feel free to email the pastor at gproom at outlook.com. I sincerely hope that you have clarity in this matter. I pray, according to Colossians 2.2, that we will be knit together by strong ties of love and that each of us will have the rich experience of knowing Jesus Christ with real certainty and clear understanding. I pray also that just as you have trusted Jesus Christ to save you, that you will also trust him for each of your daily problems and dilemmas. I pray that each of us remains in vital union with him. In this union, there are no cliques. In this union, there are no cliques. Pastor hate click vehemently. In case you were wondering, God has no love for them either. Clicks are an exclusive circle of persons 
who may or may not be snobbish, but do work to exclude others who should not be excluded. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is no place for cliques. So we should have a sense of freedom and peace as we communicate with one another. There are some who do not participate in our chat room. Everyone has been invited to join in with the celebration of encouragement and enlightenment with Scripture. Amen? The instructions which align with church policy are often given during our broadcast. If you choose to cheat yourself of the camaraderie and kinship which is found there, I ask you this, your present choice is contrary to the prayer which Jesus prayed in John chapter 17. Why are you opposed to this prayer? All are encouraged. That means that you were included as well. Standoffishness is not found in the love of God. Others have shunned our fact. As pastor, I have deferred to the Lord of the fast to respond to your personal choice. Disunity destroys the work of God. I'll say it again. Disunity destroys the work of God. Now, you recall recently, during October, we had our first church evangelistic outreach as a body. We took advantage of Satan's weakness. So we got candy. We got tracks. We put them in a little Ziploc bag. We prayed over them. And then we ran outside handing them out to other people. And those who didn't have the proximity of others to pass them out to, they were backing us up in prayer and fast. Well, I want you to know something, because the Holy Spirit said to share this with you. There was a saint who disagreed with it. You see, when I gave it to you, I explained it to you the way God gave it to me. He says, go ye into the world and preach the gospel, didn't he? We're to go and we're to go. G-O, go, into the world. That means at least outside your front door. And, and take the gospel. So we did what the word said to do. But there was a person who disagreed with us doing that. This person believed that we should all stay home and stay inside. That Halloween was such a dangerous thing that the mighty angels of God weren't going to be enough to protect us. As mighty as they are in supernatural power and strength, 
them and their swords and the power of God and the blood of Jesus and the presence of the Holy Ghost and the word of the Spirit just was not enough to protect them. I didn't agree with that individual. And we went on and did the thing that pleased God. And they are no longer with us by their choice. Okay? I didn't tell them to leave, ask them to leave, escort them to the door, none of the above. They made their choice and followed through. All right. So now, let's go to Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. So we can really understand how important unity is in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Matthew, chapter 12, verse 25. Matthew, chapter 12, verse 25. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Mary, let's read that again. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Amen? Mark chapter 3, verse 24. Mark chapter 3, verse 24. Mark, the gospel of Mark, where you find the word immediately all over the place. Mark chapter 3, verse 24. And if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. So do you actually think that the Godhead is going to sit there and let you split the kingdom? It would be a crime against the kingdom of God for anyone to neglect the work of the kingdom through this ministry. All have been invited to join in prayer together before each service, but all are not responding to the call for action. God is not blind nor deaf, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. I will say this. There is a worship song which I have posted in the MIC chat room. I reposted it today. Please listen to the lyrics and understand my message and God's message to us. Amen? Amen. So now, saints, Take Jesus seriously. Whatever you do, take him seriously. It's important to take him serious. You can't make it into heaven not taking him serious. And I would that you would end up in heaven. 
But then again, you have a lot to do with that now, don't you? I'd like to think that the day will come as your pastor when I stand before the Lord and give an account for what, oh, you forgot about that, that I have to stand before the Lord Jesus and give an account for you. And I'm going to tell the truth. I want you to know that. I'm not going to flub for you. No way, no how. I'm going to tell the truth. Now, you determine what truth I tell. I'm letting you know up front, all right? There's no surprise in this. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you that you're our shepherd and that you've supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Savior. And yes, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast down imagination and we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Lord, we cast all of our cares upon you. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of, uh, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments or satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them in eternal chains in darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attack onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, listeners, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing kundalini spirits and their attacks, water marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks in Jesus' name all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequencies and the work of every druid. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, 
Binding all vibrations, which are demons. We bind the Havana syndrome, the brain changes it causes, the injury, all the remote viewing, all of it in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks and all mystic rituals and their intent. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind 5G and all components, everything coming from what we call outer space and any galaxy, from any orbit, from any planet, from any station on any planet, from the global satellite positioning system, from all satellites through every cell tower, and through our electronic and mechanical devices even the ones the electricity company puts on our houses. We send all those attacks back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack goes back in the name of Jesus. Every attack goes back in the name of Jesus. Every attack, every attack, every attack goes back in the name of Jesus. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, tribal, indigenous groups, cults, covens, and conclaves of demons in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return the attacks to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white, white magic. We bind all free flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape shifting spirits trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, low levels of dopamine, and we bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return its powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and rituals done on any of the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves. And every spirit that exalts science, logic, and human reasoning and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose. Stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, 
assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We bind false flags. We return to sender according to the covenant all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root, or sin against us, every sacrifice against us, astral projection, sending demons to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon or wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website, the app, and the broadcast, binding all abortions as a magical ritual, binding all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, and vexes, and such, and all tribal witchcraft, and all witchcraft done by queens of the coast and by witch doctors in Jesus' name, binding all Chaldean witchcraft and Spanish witchcraft returning to sender in Jesus' name, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, every sin of sexual sin, act of sexual sin, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charm, time magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon and other underwater demons and stripping them of their crowns and powers, bind and returning them to Jesus Christ, binding all conjurations and summoning of demons, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, potions, and slamming doors. In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, fantasy fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscope, la-la land, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, Lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, EFC, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Amen. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and solely sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, 
combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, on and all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet and its 72. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, cold and hot spots, and we return psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. We return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, pact, and prayer in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, their charters, the rituals of every secret society, and those of the associated organization. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of error, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive. For the Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us, or tried to tag along to leave us now bound in the name of Jesus. That includes coming through computer lines, phone lines, and any other line. Amen. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted, the January 6th prisoners, and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and whatever our mode of transportation is. Amen. We take authority, dominion, and power over everything that happens on the road and all of the entities, spirits, humans, non-humans, and circumstances of the road. We thank you, Father, that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us. We thank you, Father, and we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. 
We take authority over our demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, any dream that Jesus didn't send, and anything or anyone trying to get into our dreams. And, Father, we thank you for dealing with those spirits in the name of Jesus, and we command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for your angels protecting us as we sleep, whether in the night or day, and we thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you, Lord, for the protections of the word of God in our lives. We thank you for linking, uh, angels linking and their shields and your praising angels, but most of all, your very presence in our midst. We pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, spirits, voodoo, witchcraft, anything sent from the enemy's camp in Jesus' name. So that means if you ingested poison in a dream, you need to be coughing it out now from your gut. Amen? I don't remember the dream. You don't have to just cough it out. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We break down, tear down, destroy, disrupt all forms of protection around all shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, queens of the coast, black blue flame witches, and any other grouping of demonic, occult, and witchcraft. Amen. Praise God. Yes, Father, we thank you. We break the power of every charm, love, spell, vex, hex, and curse. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And we break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, charms, fetishes, all spells, psychic thoughts, psychic prayers, witchcraft, bewitchment, potions, jinxes, all mind control, bring frequency meditations, voodoo, magic, and sorcery, sickness, destruction, pain, torment, psychic warfare, psychic power, prayer chains that are wicked, incense and candle burning, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, root work, hoodoo, tribal rituals, and sin. And we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ and send them back. They're not ours. We reject them in the name of Jesus. We send back spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, bondage, blindness, heaviness, fading, fear, and hate. We take authority, dominion, and power over you in the name of Jesus, and we forbid you to touch our lives in any way in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I release the favor of God over the members of Miracle Outreach Ministry in Jesus' name. Now rise for the benediction. Rise for the benediction. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. 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 Pastor loves you. If you need to recast the broadcast, please do. Amen. Amen. And continue what you're supposed to be doing in the Lord. All right? Okay? We in agreement? When I was just a child, I heard a beautiful story.
Mm-hmm.